0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with... Danielle. From Brown's <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Brav. hopefully they know by now. Hopefully. Yeah, you all know. You probably everyone probably knows Danielle more than me.
1: <clears throat> although,
0: Just the name. Not although, always the person behind the name. I put my um first clip of me doing stand-up that I've put online since like 2009, I think. It's like been so long since I've I've been doing stand-up since 2003. But I never put comedy online because I mostly audio tape myself, not videotape. But um, tape is also wrong. <laughs> Record. Um, <laughs> but I had a friend come see my show. And so she recorded me. And so you can see me on uh, my TikTok, The Isu Funk. I put up a TikTok.
1: Ooh, I've had proud. that account
0: forever. But I finally put up a real TikTok. And uh, with a uh, me doing stand up with my dog. Let's talk Woo. about this episode. <laughs> yeah, we really want to. I wrote it down.
1: It's called "Fashion and Fighting."
0: That's a and it's, that's a very accurate name.
1: I know. Season three, episode four. Still no Sonia Morgan mentioned no. or in it. And I did watch up to episode five, even though that's not for today. But she's not in that either. And I'm like, when? I just love that. I have no idea when she's going to appear.
0: I don't even want to look it up now. Like, I'm really like, I I can't wait for the surprise of when Sonia Morgan takes our screens by storm, and it's going to be amazing.
1: Agree. Agree. So, we pick up the episode. I thought we would pick up at the fashion show.
0: No. Where we ended, but we didn't. Yeah. It was uh, Jill, uh, no, it was Bethany talking to. Uh, Jason, Jason, about Jill. She's wearing her skinny girl robe, and he makes a point to like show the logo she when knows. they're talking. And he knows I was just it made me so like cringy, unhappy. Mm-hmm. like I was just like, come on. Um, but basically, like he she vents about the whole thing and he's like, this isn't serious. you know what's serious is our living situation. And she's like, I'm so happy he cares about our living situation. And I was like, he just, like, put down your whole feelings that you had for the past five minutes.
1: Yeah. Also, when Bethany is talking, so it's very clear that we know they fought off camera. Mm -hmm. And that there was, it, it seems like Jill waited till they were filming to start dealing with this drama. That, like, if Jill was so upset by said message, why did she not say anything when they weren't filming? Yeah, like I feel like that, and then also I like she calls Jill single white female, which <laughs> you just always really like that reference, and I just think it's a funny term,
0: and uh, she called her that, and I I just like that. So, I I agree. I think that it was a funny exchange, but it was also like, Jason's just like, oh well, no, she Bethany goes boyfriends, booze, and bucks. And then Jason goes, you don't need any bitches. And she's like, that's my life. Like, that's my new life campaign. It was pretty quippy. I'll, I'll give her that. It was, it was cute. It was cute. And yeah, with the Jason, he basically says he's at
1: her place all the time, but none of his stuff is there. And I guess he promi- he kind of insinuates, like, if we're moving in, I'm going to be proposing is what he insinuates in this yeah. conversation. Yeah. I
0: was nonplussed.
1: no we we are thoughts on jason it's i'm seeing him and totally different obviously so it's interesting i I didn't like that he called
0: women bitches
1: yeah and like i think a lot of what people still remember about jason is just him on the show and not all of this legal stuff that happened off camera with bethany and that he i believe was quite abusive um, uh, mentally, I don't oh think yeah. he was physically abusive, but no. he was mentally abusive to her.
0: He stalked her. He like showed up in places that he wasn't supposed to be at. Um, he
1: did a lot of the, and I think people may have forgotten that because they did post, like, of, oh, watching Bethany and Jason's, like, so horrible. And there was a bunch of comments, like, what? I always liked him. And I'm like, I don't think you followed. I loved him. When I go back and I remember mm-hmm. part of the issue Bethany talks about is how much everybody loved Jason on camera. And disliked her and then how it was like a disconnect from like who he was when the camera was off because he was always mr perfect when the camera was on yeah. and i remember that being a thing because i was like yeah i do love jason so that's um, when i pull from i don't like him that's the stuff that i'm pulling from
0: i highly recommend the bravo dockets uh coverage of bethany's divorce the episodes that that they, they do on it i think it's at least two episodes it's really thorough. It's extremely interesting. It goes bit by bit by all of the accusations that they both put on each other. Yeah, it, it was just and it's the insight that Sessie um, and God, what's the other woman's name? I love them so much. I'm never going to remember it right now, but go listen to the Bravo docket because it was so good. I all right, listened I've to never it listened to rap, that, so that is good to know. Oh, those okay, episodes wait, we... alone were like fascinating anyway. okay
1: that's good to that's definitely definitely good to know so we go to Luann and Kelly who are going to the fashion show together Pamela, Pamela Rowland yeah do you know who that is I don't know who that is
0: it sounds familiar and of the time I mean the fashions when they looked they walked down felt very like mid-aughts kind of like uh-huh it was a lot of those, like, strappy dresses and silky kind of fabrics and just stuff I wouldn't wear. <laughs> but it was, like, fabulous.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely at the time. So I love it. They're there, and then Bethany
0: just, like, appears behind them at this fashion show. Oh, Bethany comes in like a ghost on with a mission. She's, like, a run-by ghost, and she... Basically, um, oh
1: wait, what it? It's clear Lou and Kelly did not know she was going to be there based on their reactions. Like, they are are just like, holy shit, Bethany's behind you type
0: thing. Well, and Lou is very much like, what are you doing here now you're suddenly into fashion? And immediately that, like, just like, Bethany was already on high alert, and then she's like, I always go to the show. I always go to this and the one that they went to last week. Those are, like, the two shows I go to. And Lou just immediately goes into her about Jill. Yeah. And it's not a good scene. No, they start fighting right in front of where they're sitting, which is front row. It's Mm -hmm. super,
1: super awkward. Bethany says, I don't like you. I don't trust you. I think you're a snake. Yeah. And then Lou says to her, I think you're nasty and you have a foul mouth. I mean, this was intense fighting. Kelly looks horrified by the entire thing because they're yeah. literally standing the best my favorite part of this fight is that in the middle of the fight people keep coming up to them and saying hi so they literally have to like keep pausing the fight and then Bethany would be like oh hi good to see you and like does it yeah and then the it's like you're a snake I hate you <laughs> you're thinking oh uh ladies go together for a photo please and then all three of them turn and like smile and like take a press photo and it just was it was chaos and it was such a great fight and it was just so such a public setting i feel oh, yeah. like we don't get settings as much like that you don't know remember reminded Nowhere me we're near jersey? that many
0: crowds of people like it's mm-hmm. well jersey especially because like they go to a party and then all the bystanders
1: so i love it reminded me of the fight in nashville because they didn't empty that restaurant in nashville oh, last season Right, yeah and like everyone's staring you know kind of at them but this felt more organic, I would say, of like maybe there was only one or two camera people yeah. there and not it not intrusive because it's very loud behind them. Like I'm sure the sound people had a field day trying to like oh, make us sure. hear this because it's a very loud room. And yeah, I just I just thought it was so funny how people kept coming up so I had to stop. Then did you see somehow also it was Lou, Kelly, Bethany, and then somehow Kelly was like, "Oh, you two sit next to each other," and Kelly didn't want to sit in between them.
0: Yes, I'm sorry. I also just realized. Sorry about the audio. I coughed, and now I just realized I had my fan on because I made burgers. Um, well,
1: also, hopefully, you're not hearing Remy dreaming right now next to me because he's dreaming very loud. Oh, my dog!
0: He's having a whole conversation. He is um, very. He's so loud next to me. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you guys hear it. Maybe you like Puppy Dreams. He's Aww. he's
1: allowed. Can you hear it? I heard a little squeak. He goes. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> his whole body, his paws start going. He's chasing, chasing some squirrels. He's very into the housewives fights.
0: That's really that's know, what he that's was doing. He was just it. like, I can't take it when Jill and Bethany are fighting. Yeah, and it um, just uh, – But then, can I just whole, say, talking yeah. about, like, the way that modern editors would be in, like, the modern versus this, um, I feel like the editors would have had a field day with Bethany being like, I'm seeing spots, and I just want to go home. And Like, what was it? Oh, I wrote... yeah,
1: in her ITM, in her little, like, interview confessional, she's talking about how then the show starts, oh. and she's just, like, fuming, and she can't – she calls herself focused. a caged animal. That's what yeah, it was. They absolutely would have done something with that, the way they, yeah, if they had. But New York never did those kitschy things. No, they didn't so really need to, would...
0: but to be fair, not like I don't like them, but they didn't really need it.
1: No, I would say, I mean, I love Potomac does the best. Oh, so good. Vanderpump Rules used to do really, really yeah. good edits that were really funny. Um, but what I... She also says in their fight to Luann that Jill is not really your friend.
0: And that Jill talks about her behind her back all the time. Mm-hmm. And immediately she regrets saying that.
1: Yeah, and I that I gotta give Bethany credit for that. Like she immediately is like, I should not have said that. That was not true, and that was low. Mm-hmm. And I'm so uncomfortable because I know I went too far. Yeah. Which I, do I appreciate it in the that. moment she she can recognize that because I mean here I am watching Real Housewives of Miami, and you got Alexia. <laughs> oh, my God, I love her, but it's like she literally cannot apologize or recognize any wrongdoing, and no, it's, getting, it's a little like, Teresa-level, oh well. and yeah. I'd say it's more comical than Teresa-level at this point, but it could get to Teresa-non-funny level. I see that. Like, she's literally like, Yeah, I looked it up and I forgot to scroll to the bottom to know if your guy was divorced or not, but I'm not going to apologize for being wrong. I'm
0: like, What? Oh, yeah. It's wild. So because it, she, I, does, she doesn't, she's standing by her wrongness. And in some yeah, ways, down on the... I appreciate that. She's just like, yeah, I know. This is who I am. Anyway, that's a whole other the, podcast. Re, yeah, for <laughs> the Miami reunion.
1: I'm doubtful of it, but I hope that she's like, yeah. I should have said sorry for that.
0: Oh, I don't think she will. I think she'll triple down on it.
1: Yeah, I don't. (laughs) She's very Teresa. uh, Yeah, yeah. Miami's amazing. If you're not watching, you need to be watching it. Also, the most New York esque. (laughs) It will fill your New York hole. That is that is for sure.
0: (laughs) Your New York. (laughs) Your New York. Oh God, Danielle! I know you didn't mean it like that, but it sounds so dirty. The hole in your heart for Real Housewives
1: of New York, Miami will fulfill it. That's all. It's the most similar vibe, I would say. I think we've talked about that on here before.
0: Sorry. But anyway, yes, yeah, fashion show's super awkward, and they're just fighting, so we leave that. Well, But, and, but also, oh, Bethany's like, I, don't, I need a box of wine, not a glass of wine, not a bottle of wine, a box of wine after that, is what Bethany says. And then Lou tells Kelly... I was attacked. I was attacked. Well, you know what all of that is about. I was attacked. And I thought it was really interesting because last year, Kelly, like, Lou was telling Kelly she wasn't attacked. And I'm like, oh, how the tables have turned. Yes. Now when you feel attacked, suddenly you're attacked. You were all violated. Like, I just, I don't know. It just feels so escalating and not cool. But... That was the end of that, like you said, and then we're going to Ramona, and uh, she's bringing her daughter to Avery, well, to the fashion show. I love that Avery is like, I don't like any of the clothes,
1: and she literally looks like she bought her
0: outfit at Forever 21. She's also saying it, like, backstage, where the models are wearing the clothing and I know. where, so like, very designers like, are.
1: I think she's probably, like, 15 or 16 here, and it's, like, very of that age to be an asshole, probably.
0: But it was just, like, all of those people are working so hard to make these outfits work, and then you have, like, this teenager come in, and she's like, that's lame. That is too much.
1: And I don't mm-hmm. expect David to be a fashion model, but I literally was like, you are wearing thick chunky and it was very of the time her look for sure but it was also like very forever 21 i'm sure it wasn't forever 21 but that's that's what it reminded me like i know i bought a knockoff version probably of her nordstrom outfit that she got mm-hmm. at forever 21 in 2009
0: <laughs> was zara a thing in 2009 yeah i think it was Mm, not a that maybe
1: but probably not she was probably going to like department stores
0: Bloomingdale's. Or boutiques in the Upper um, East Side. Yeah. Anyway, so it's just Kelly comes in and she sits next to Ramona. And Kelly actually stirs the pot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, hello, Miss Ben Simone coming to play. Uh, She tells Ramona, you know, I, I didn't get invited to your Labor Day party. And I just thought I'd bring it up. And Ramona just fires up that Ramona coaster and gives a thousand excuses. But one of them I do agree with. It was like six to eight people.
1: Yeah. Is that a party or a gathering? (laughs) And which circle? Kelly's not in the inner circle, in a sense, to say this, you know, it's one thing. Oh, you had 30 people at your house. Why didn't you invite me?
0: True. But eight,
1: I know. Again, it comes back to where cast members were on the same show. You should invite me to these things. That's why she, or she should bring it up for that reason. But if this was real life, it would be weird for Kelly to be offended to not be invited to that. I feel like. I think because they're not—they're not like friends. She's more friends. I mean, it was weird. Alex and Simon were there. They're
0: friends of convenience. But, but last year, Ramona was trying so hard for Kelly to be her friend. I think that that was also part of the surprise, was kind of like come on, you love me probably
1: um, I'm not saying she's right, I'm thinking in terms of like real world if these were real people not filming a show
0: oh, I can guess. you really get
1: mad about like eight people at someone's house that you weren't invited if it's like not your super close friend
0: I don't know, I feel like if there was somebody that was trying so hard to be like we're friends. We're friends, and then you don't invite me. I'd be like, "Why are we?" Thought we were friends. Maybe. I don't know. It wouldn't be something that I would take super personal, but I also no. Think it she. Means... I
1: don't think she's like. I think it was like nagging her, and she seemed to say her piece and then be fine with it.
0: Well, she was very fine with it because after the end of the show, Kelly's like, "I have to go because I'm taking Jill to the Perez Hilton party." And Ramona's like, well, you didn't invite me to the party, but you're taking Jill. Like, how, how am I supposed to feel? And she was so excited. She even tells us in her confessional, Ramona's like, I'm so ready to throw this back in her face. But I also love that she was, like,
1: saying it, but, like, half-teasing. And Kelly's, like, too dense to understand that she was just kind of, like, razzing her. And Kelly's oh, yeah. like, yeah, sure, come. And Ramona's like, wait, what? No, I didn't. Okay, I guess I'll come. Like, I don't think yeah. she... Really meant it. So were you a Perez Hilton reader? Yeah, of course. I lived and died by his website, and I freaked out at the mention of his name and that he ends up on the episode. Like, oh. I... it He was very toxic, I'm aware. I played mm-hmm. into it, and I... At my first job, I literally, like, when I was bored, I would be refreshing that site, reading it every day. Coco Perez, like, I, I...
0: I had to look up what the hell Coco Perez is, because she's going to the Coco Perez It was his, party. like, um,
1: I think it was, like, fashion. Like,
0: yes. I remember it, it, it was, like, two exists. tabs on the website. Yeah, It still exists, um, at least on Instagram, and it well, basically he's reposts done, he's everything. He's not
1: perfect, and he has done a lot of repenting, and he is aware of how horribly mm. toxic he was. I'm not excusing him, and he's not someone I follow now, and I don't go on his website anymore, but... At least there's some at attempt time, he at recognition. What'd you say? At that time, he was everything, though. No, he was everything. He was my pop culture bible and, like, my gateway drug, I feel like, to, to like, my, like, becoming an adult and loving pop culture
0: because, my, yeah, he... Yeah. My, like, love of him was short-lived because I... I worked in Chelsea and I know a lot of gay men. I did and still do. And I ended up meeting a lot of guys who hooked up with him when he was Mario, not when he was Perez. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, he was kind of a jerk. Um,
1: Oh, no. well He was very, um, and he's talked about a lot, like, he had a lot of self-hatred and mm -hmm. that is where a lot of his hatred online, you know, came from and, and things that he did of that were really very terrible. I think he outed some
0: people before he should have. And... Oh, for sure. But, I mean, I think that was also of the time, too, is that, like, there was a long time where the biggest news stories were outing people. Yeah. Especially in Hollywood. Um, but I also now don't like Perez Hilton a lot because he is not great with Britney Spears. And as you know, I'm a big Britney Spears. He still. Like, I thought he, like, apologized for all of her stuff. Oh, no, he, like went at her again oh Um, man him and tmz are like spreading crap i mean he was tmz before there was tmz true uh i used to also read just jared but it wasn't as good as perez hilton no just jared never got it you know what i ended up picking up big time a few years after that was surrey's burn book Surrey's Burn book was great. That was Tom Cruise I and Katie Holmes. I really remember
1: that. But I, then I never was the gateway drug into blinds. Like, I never read blinds. I was never oh, into that. See, when I worked in gossip, I had to. Makes sense. Yeah, I was never never much on that. But anyway, now we're going to you go, go the
0: president's party, which again, I was like, my 2009 heart was... I was more excited because Christian Siriano is there, and I was like, "Did you spot him? I didn't spot him." Oh my god! Yes, they like le- they lingered on him forever. He was doing oh, a step I and repeat that. with one of the housewives, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And he's like such a baby. He was just I like, watched his just project runway season. On. Who didn't? He was fabulous on it. He was like everything that everyone hated about millennials was Christian Siriano and he was perfect.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I used to love early um, Project Runway so much. My friends and I still say, I don't even, it was Santino and it was the Andre, where's Andre? (laughs) We're going to Red Lobster, Andre, when they were making fun of Tim Gunn, that was like... one of like we still say that all the time and it's such a weird specific quote and i i don't know why but that was yeah early early pressure I right love away those. the the other thing we left out too i forgot that ramona sent avery home alone in a taxi and <gasps> I kelly can't was like
0: we forgot that kelly was
1: like that's not okay which
0: i feel okay they live on the upper east side mm-hmm. where were they at bryant park yeah, so you figure that's, like, maybe a 20-block ride and, like, it was a 20, It was a very
1: short ride. Most, it was not yeah. late at night. It was probably 7, 8 o'clock at night. Like, I don't even think it was dark out.
0: The thing that worried me more was Avery was like, I'm going by myself? <laughs> like, yeah, I wonder, I'm like,
1: you know what it would, would be different? If it had been, like, an Uber and she could track the Uber app, I feel like, and you put your 16-year-old in an Uber? yeah but it's taxi but also it's like they live in new york it's like such second nature like
0: there's no way avery hasn't taken a taxi alone at this point i don't know her face did not give me i i do this all the time her face in that uh, see, car but I, I, my is head like, I think
1: of like oh when she's leaving school if it's raining or like uh, there's oh i'm going to my friend's house
0: i, I don't know think i would most... say go back and look at that footage because her face looks utterly like Wait, I took it
1: more like, wait, mom, you're really ditching me. Like, you're just like, oh, peace. Like, I took it more that way, less I'm scared. Like, she's still a... We as need much to put it up and sh- see what
0: people think.
1: Should <laughs> I DM Avery? Hey, Avery, back in 2009, your mom put you in a taxi
0: alone? I have a podcast. Are you... <laughs> We'd like to know. We How need to poll, and her? then you need to ta- get her, like, her answer, and then it'll be oh a whole thing. Because I, I just... Mm. We need to know about Gate. <laughs> yeah, Gate. But yeah, I mean, Kelly was like, what? But, I, but
1: listen, if Ramona's anything, she loves her daughter, and I don't oh, think yeah, she'd do no, anything to I, put her in harm's
0: way. So. I'm 100%. So I don't think Ramona was wrong to do it. I just thought it was really funny. And I do agree with Kelly that it was like, it is a little bit weird, but you're probably right. It was more Avery was just like, you hate Kelly. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's I, There can't – I feel like you can't be a city kid and not – Have taken a cab. Have taken a cab somewhere alone because it's not – You got to remember, it's not like, oh, mom and dad are picking me up. No, mm-hmm. it's probably like, okay, come home from your friend's house. Like, True. I don't know. I didn't grow up in the city, so I don't know. But, yeah, so they're at this party and – um Ramona says she's the new Ramona and she's not taking sides. And that's basically, well, I'd say, the biggest thing that happened at the party. That was
0: because Kelly tells um, Jill about the Luann Bethany fight. And the funniest part of it is that Kelly is trying to tell a story, which Kelly's not great at. And then no. Jill immediately is like, This is what happened. Bethany did this. Blah, blah, blah. And like, ramona's just dying because she's like jill wasn't even there and she's telling kelly what happened when kelly was there <laughs> like it was it Sometimes, was funny though
1: i feel like if you know the person telling the story is not doing a good job it's like even if you weren't there it's like i'm gonna do a better job oh of, for sure of am sharing this story i feel like
0: that's But I also think that might feel more of a Long Island thing. (laughs) Like, let me just help you. Let me get this started. We've got a lot of things to do. There's a ziti in the the oven. It is
1: also, like, a Jewish thing that, like, we all talk over each other. And, like, culturally, it's just how we function. So probably probably comes from that. Um, So we go over. Bethany is doing some... So remember we were questioning, has Skinny Girl actually launched at this point? Mm-hmm. Here was our answer. Skinny Girl, Marg, launching. That's what she said. Yeah. So it was, like, just launching. And she's, like, co... She's a part of something with Fashion
0: Week. It was Robert the, Rob- <laughs> the Robert Verity Lounge. And she's serving it there. And Alex shows up to support. And I love Alex because she's, like, I am here to support Bethany, and I don't know if I really want to talk about her, but I can see in her eyes that she needs to talk immediately. (laughs) She's an
1: intuitive person, Alex, I feel like, as we now and, you know, from season one, we knew Bethany always had an easy
0: time opening up to her for some reason. I think it's the mother energy. I really do. I think because Yeah, I think there's just, like, a calmness
1: about Alex.
0: Alex is also just, like, a mom to young kids, and I feel like Bethany wants that because her younger self was never mothered so i feel like she senses it and she's like you'll listen to me and she does and she's very sweet um and but then she also so like bethany's just relaying everything that happened with jill and alex immediately brings it back to her and the francois situation
1: yeah i love that they're just bonding talking shit about jill that's a sign of true friendship
0: yeah. <laughs> it was. It was a really nice moment. It and it's then, terrible, but it's true. <laughs> but then we all of a sudden it gets even weirder because Kelly shows up to support. And Bethany is actually, like, overjoyed to see Kelly. And I know it's a lot of, like, who's on whose team. But I think there was a genuine, like, oh, my God, she's here to support my business. Mm-hmm. And that meant a lot to Bethany. Agreed. And, um but then immediately, it's kind of as always with Bethany and Jill, it sours pretty quick. I mean, not Jill, but Bethany and Kelly, because Bethany just like pushes Skinny Girl on Kelly. It's
1: weird. She's like, "No, take a sip." And Kelly's like, "I have to go pick up my kids soon. I don't want to smell like alcohol," which is a very, very legitimate. very valid, very valid if you're going to school and like, especially tequila and margarita has a very distinct mm-hmm. smell like very distinct as someone who has recently been smelling drinks because that's as close as I can besides maybe <laughs> I smell everyone's drink. I think everyone thinks I'm crazy when people order. I'm like, can I get a sniff of your cocktail? I
0: like inhale it. Um, when I quit I smoking, I would go cigarettes. And I would like go out on cigarette breaks with everybody and just be like, I just want to be near it. <laughs> like...
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, Oh my God. I took, a sip of my dad's wine on Saturday. And I was like, I'm going to let, I was like, I'm not putting anything in my mouth for five minutes. I'm letting the wine like linger in my <laughs> my mouth. Like, it was so good. Like, you really don't realize how much it was. But anyway,
0: I will I say, totally her, you, should her try, you should try, you should try non alcoholic wine. It's gotten really good. I know,
1: I know. I just haven't had a reason to buy it. And then it also feels, I know it's silly, but it feels like wasted calories in a sense.
0: Girl, you're growing a baby. Eat all the calories oh, I know. You want. I know. I'm not even think- thinking
1: about it in that way. That's like a toxic like uh, diet culture probably still in my head of like. Yes. Drinks like. There's
0: no I such mean, thing I'm- as wasted calories.
1: I know. It's more like I think I used to think like, I mean, I basically, when I drank alcohol was just, all I drank was water, coffee, maybe a
0: soda here or there and like
1: alcohol. So it's like, I don't, I'm, I've never been like one for like juice or this or that so it feels strange to
0: put it in a wine glass and feel great yeah give it a shot Uh,
1: the one thing I like though is that Bethany says she sees a change in Kelly Mm -hmm. and you and I have discussed how we feel Kelly is coming in different this year so I'm glad it's not just you and me like yeah maybe having gotten used to her like it is an actual noticeable difference um, and she says, look how crazy this is. A year ago, me and Jill were inseparable, and her and Kelly hate each other. Now look where they are. But then Kelly, in her ITM when she's, in her confessional when she's talking, she she's like talking about her, Bethany. She's like, yeah, we're fine, but I'll never trust her.
0: <laughs> and I wrote, she probably shouldn't. because She definitely even shouldn't. In between these two moments while they're talking about each other. Bethany is going on and being like, well, you know, Prozac and ketamine and margaritas work or whatever. You know, she's just, like, talking jokingly. And sarcasm is often lost on Kelly. So she's She's just like, oh, why are you taking Prozac and, you know, lithium? And she's just like, "Um, no, I'm kidding. Don't believe a word I say. And I'm like, well, Bethany, you are telling her not to believe her. And she doesn't trust you. And she takes things literally. Um, but Bethany reads Kelly very well because she says she's not quick and she can't read the temperature of the room. And she I was can. like, that is literally one of the main issues with Kelly is that like she doesn't get sarcasm. I think that's what she means by she's not quick because we've seen Kelly have some good snippy I know. retorts. she Had some moments, so I do think that she's she does have intelligence. I just. I, I do think that there is, like, a missing link of her understanding what's going on around her. Agree. Agree. Because it's all oh, sunshine the way, and candy and red roses. What a stacked episode this is. Because,
1: like, I took notes and I just got to my second page and I'm like, oh, my God, there's still so much more. That was, like, I was every the same scene thing. was something in this yeah. episode. There was no throwaway scenes no in this filler. episode. Nope. No filler. No filler scenes. Sorry. As, as I got to my second page, I'm like... Oh, wow! That was still this episode. I was like, "dang! Well, even in lot. this scene,
0: I loved like we said, like so the the talking heads are going back and forth, and then they're having this exchange, and then Alex is like, "It's really nice to see them try to be nice <laughs> to each other like and I was just like, Oh, man, again, reading this so well, like they're just trying." um but yeah the next scene what a gem this whole sequence of events could be an entire episode it's the shoot for secrets of a jewish mother and i cannot wait to hear everything you have to say about this wild photo shoot between jill her mother and her sister so
1: jill's mom walks in wearing a team jill sweater like so which cute. Which really just killed me. Really cute. And Jill's also doing that super eye dark makeup look again, mm-hmm. which like you and I are not a fan of. I don't know why she's doing this like very intense. I smoky love an eye. intense
0: dark eye. It just doesn't work for Jill. It really like Not
1: it's not a daytime eye. Not, not only that i just don't think it like eye. works
0: with the features like i think she could do a dark eye but i don't think it needs to be blacked out as much as it is i think well, it just she has doesn't... hooded
1: eyes like i do and the problem with that is that you can't see her eye shadow all the time so i feel like they like extra extra they don't know how to like do eye makeup for someone with a hooded eye that meaning, is like you can't always see point. our lid i so they put like put it like way too high up and they they don't know what they're doing but anyway this scene is just an snl comedy skit on jewish mothers and if this isn't enough though to sell you on their book i mean her mom is just going i'm not happy i'm not happy she hates the mom hates like every outfit the mom and the sister look like they're dressed to go to a wall street business meeting and jill looks (laughs) like she's dressed for a night out. But then they keep saying it's about color blocking and the colors are strange they pick out. Yeah, I also, you know, the cover that they end up going with for the actual shoot is these, like, white button-downs with, like, a belt, like, again, Mm -hmm. the thick, chunky. It's very of the time, but it's fine. Um, And then my favorite line her mom says the whole time is, can you move the fan away? It's blowing on my breasts. (laughs) That's what her mom said.
0: (laughs) My favorite line, which I think I'm going to start using randomly, is just... Mother isn't happy.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes, I want to do that that. all the time now. It Also, I don't like that they call her mommy. Mm -hmm. I have a thing. I don't like when adults call their parents mommy and daddy. I'm not a fan of that. It weirds me out. It's mom and dad. Or as I just finished Finally Spare after weeks of listening to it, he calls him pa, which is fine, or Pop. But mm-hmm. something about mommy and daddy coming out of an adult's mouth that I don't like. Fair. That I would never say I would never call my parents mommy and daddy.
0: Would you ever judgment. call your parents by their first name? I do
1: my mom sometimes. But as a joke, or like E. My mom's name is Eve. Mm-hmm. So it is a fun name to say.
0: I used to call my mom Ma. A lot, like the Golden uh-huh. Girls. She hated it, but it made me yeah, so... Yeah, I, I say I ma a so lot, much. but I feel
1: like that's a New ma. York thing. Yeah, ma. Or the Eve thing will be like, if my mom like gets on a Jewish rant, like Jill's mother can, my mother can do that. <laughs> and if I need her, I'll be like, mom, mom, Eve, okay, yeah, I get the point. Like, that's... Like, ah. That's when I, I will use that. But yeah. My parents are very informal, though. Like, they never went by Mr. and Mrs., like, to my friends. We've parents. talked about
0: that, and I definitely yeah, had so, to.
1: They're cool with whatever, but, yeah, Mommy and Daddy. It, uh, did you watch Travels with My Father on Netflix? No. Nah. It's a British show um, with a comedian, and he goes traveling with his dad, and he calls his. He always goes, Daddy, but I know he does it as, like, a joke because he's a comedian, but, like, that's when it's fine because yeah. it's funny, but I, I just I can't get behind Mommy and Daddy as an adult thing. I don't know
0: um then we have uh, the uh, remote i just have another note saying ramona is staying out of the fray i feel like that's uh, like
1: ramona staying in the middle she's not getting involved where do they meet up
0: oh they 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 met up at philippe
1: i think they just went to lunch and then again they're still discussing the luann and jill and It's the same thing,
0: but, like, Ramona, this time Ramona's not getting her hands dirty like she was in the Hamptons.
1: Yeah, I do, uh, you know what I thought of, too? And I was like, well, we've moved on from the countless comments, so hopefully that doesn't come up again. I agree. Because that would have been, like, I mean, it it wouldn't have been that ridiculous if this was Beverly Hills. We'd talk about the countless comments for the entire season, probably. We're only on episode four, so it wouldn't be that bad if it came back up. But I thought of that when we were just talking about them being together.
0: Um, I think the uh thing that annoyed me the most about that scene of them eating at Philippe was they left so much food behind. Did, Did they? you notice that they like, like when they go to get up to leave, there's like an a plate of food with like the tiniest morsels picked out. But like, I'm just like, there's so just get a doggy bag, get a doggy yeah. bag. What are you doing?
1: Maybe it wasn't good though.
0: Nah, it was Philippe. It's that place that she went to where she ordered the skinny girl. Right,
1: that right, place right. that we like
0: really want to go to. It's the one that like looks like cool Asian. I don't yes. know. Yes.
1: So then she does love that place. So yeah, I don't know why she would leave the food.
0: Like I hope they went got back and got the food or the crew got the food because that's all I can think of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So then we go to Jill is getting ready for this Saks Fifth Avenue party that she's having,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Lou comes over. I guess she's getting ready with her and Lou and Jill's mom start talking and there is something about Jill's mom that I she feel is. she can just instantly make people she's just one of those people that'll make you go deep in like two seconds yeah and share your life story for sure with her and that's a special skill that I, I her mom definitely possesses because you know what she asks very pointed questions yes she doesn't ask surface questions but she doesn't ask it in like an intrusive way but she asked it in a way to get you to, oh, like, I forgot what she said to Luann to start the conversation, but she just, they're not surface love. Oh, how's it
0: going? It's not just that. It's- well, I think she said, what's going on with you today? And she said, the divorce is final today. And then I liked the way that her mom responded, which is, I don't know how to respond to that in an appropriate manner. Is there a, a, a correct way uh-huh. to reply to that because i think she's genuinely like she's like and i think she even says like do i say congratulations do i say i'm sorry do i say like what and like lou is also conflicted and i think that really got her talking about how she feels which yeah, we don't the, really the divorce was finalized that day talking about how she feels about the divorce yeah so it was nice to get that insight of her being like i'm relieved but i'm also sad
1: i'm sure like with any ending you only think of the beginning Yeah. Like, so I imagine that happens a lot with divorce. As you're getting divorced, you're probably thinking about how the hell did we get here from at one point we liked each other, we liked each other enough to get married. Like, (laughs) how did we end up here? I always wonder so much about divorced people, though. Like, I can't imagine every divorced couple, but, like, I always feel like there's got to be some that knew before getting married that something was wrong.
0: I mean, I think you just hope that it won't go wrong. I don't know.
1: Like, I always think, I'm like, there's this is gonna sound so, I don't know, pretentious of me, but like, there's no way that I can see like someone being as happy as I was on my wedding day and then getting divorced. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm like, I always just think of that. I'm like, is, it, is that possible? And I'm not saying that's every couple, but I feel like there's so yeah. many where it's like, yeah, I knew or I had second thoughts, but we went through with it anyway. So I always, I always, I'd love to talk to like so many divorced
0: people. and know, you know, did yeah. they, did they have it in the back of their head? Something. I mean, I think you'll find out. The scary truth is that a lot of people had no idea. I know. That's what I don't know. Love to love to read some studies on that. I don't um, know enough about it. Hopefully, I'll never know anything about. It. <laughs> I hope so too.
1: Yeah, but I, no, I do agree. I always think that like all you can do when it comes to marriage is go in with the best intentions and hope for the best that's how I feel about it
0: I have no feelings because I'm single forever
1: (laughs) but I just mean like you can't you can want and work towards wanting to be with someone forever but life life is life and people grow and change and yeah it's just a matter of if you grow and change with them and you just gotta like put in the effort and hope you do but I I can see people not Anyway, not fun. Marriage. Anyway, marriage. Just my
0: my thoughts on it. Should we go to the saxophonist? Wait, can I quick, I love my favorite part, yes, it was nice seeing Lou open up, but it was really funny, because Jill's, they end the scene with Jill's dog, um, like, playing with the squeaky toy, and the dog squeaked the toy, and... Tina Turner, my dog jumped up with like out of a dead sleep and was like, "Where's the toy?
1: Where's the dog?"
0: (laughs) Like it was so funny. Like she thought we were getting invaded. It was a really cute reaction. I like that. But we then go to Saks, right? Yes, we go to this event and Saks Fifth Avenue.
1: This is a fabulous event.
0: I was like, this is what I want to see all my housewives doing. This is what I want. I
1: thought this exact thing. I'm like, why? I can't remember any other event like this. So it looks like Saks opened up a new third floor. They have the whole thing private. They have beautiful drinks served. It's like 30 people there. They're eating hors d'oeuvres, drinks. Then when they sit down for the dinner, a fashion show is happening around them.
0: It's amazing. There's private shoppers everywhere. They get to go into a vault that only people who are, like, black card Amex, like, super special people get to go into. Um, all she of mean like it was being like, a little everything. salesy about
1: like, come, see Saks. See Saks, which, like, I understand was probably part of her deal and able to host this. But I thought the same thing. I was like, this is an amazing, amazing event, and I wish they would do more like this. Like, I, I just loved, I, I thought it was, like, the perfect type of people, but great space but fashion, but food, but, like, you know, aspirational. Like, obviously, you and me are never going to a private event at Saks Fifth Avenue. I mean, never say never. I would go. Never say never, but compared to... call me. Come on. Yeah, compared to some of the other events they go to that I'm like, I don't care about that. This, I was like, damn, this
0: looks fun. Like, I would like to go to this event. Yeah, I thought the whole event was beautiful. Did you ever go to Saks Fifth Avenue?
1: Um, I don't know if I've been to the one in the city. I see. I grew the up one in Garden at the Walt Whitman City, mall, and um, I could not afford a single thing in there. <laughs> see, I grew up in Garden
0: City, and there was one like literally in my town. Yeah, and, the Roosevelt Field Saks. No, there Saks was um on was Stewart Avenue. No, Stewart Avenue. It wasn't even in oh. a mall. It was a freestanding store um, next to Lord and Taylor and Talbots. They were all in like. The Stewart Avenue Strip. Oh, no, the, the Walt Whitman Mall had a Saks
1: Fifth Avenue in it. And my mom always talks about her growing up in Queens, not going to Saks, but she used to go to Bloomies at 59th. Oh, yeah. And then they used to have like a basement of discount stuff. And my mom used to
0: shop there. A there lot was a like Bloomies there, you know. on Stewart Avenue, too, but it was a little bit further down the block. Was uh-huh. it Stewart Am I saying it wasn't that? The no, menu? there's a Stewart Avenue Garden City. No, I know there was. I'm not sure if it was on Stewart Avenue or if it was off Seventh Street. I don't know, but it was over there. But um, I used to get my hair cut at Saks Fifth Avenue, and I was like, no, oh.
1: no, it looks so nice. Also, this is such a random little thing, but Luann had her hair in like an updo, and it was so it pretty. It just looked gorgeous. Like you don't see her enough with her hair pulled back the way it was pulled back and she just looked stunning and i just would really like to point that out because
0: i agree it looked really really beautiful
1: i mean you know her haircut in this season is not the best it's not super Mm. modern but this was like a
0: more youthful she just she looked great i was about to say it was like she looked a lot younger she looked very good and i think she for the weight that was on her that day i felt like she looked very beautiful yeah i was a fan.
1: Um, I, um, and then at this event is Luann, Kelly, Alex, Simon, Ramona, and Jill. So basically everyone is there except for Bethany who was not invited. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that Simon comes. Yeah, We know he loves fashion though. So at this point it up, everyone's kind of embraced this. It's like, I think at the beginning it was so jarring because these women were used to such traditional men. Um, who would never be into fashion, and I feel like now they've accepted
0: it and they kind of like enjoy his presence at these things. I agree. I also we don't see her for very long, but Allie's at the table and she looks gorgeous. Allie. Oh yeah, she does look very cute. We beautiful. saw her real quick. Um, uh, I love
1: also. So Alex is talking to Luann. Did you catch this? She makes a quip at Luann, and Lou doesn't say anything about it alex says to her she goes not all of us married accounts some of us have to work for a living oh no i missed that and louis like, doesn't have any reaction to it which was very surprising so either it was said more in jest than i picked up on or i don't know but yeah i think she was talking about something about hosting something at a consignment shop oh, the second time around which is like yes. a very well-known consignment shop yeah like high-end clothes and i think She's, like, telling Lou about it, and then that's when she says, like, some of us have to work for
0: a living. Yeah. Well, the the real meat of this scene is Ramona. She comes in. Oh, my God. And She's just, the just, Back in... The singer-stinger is out at this party. She gets into it with everyone. She first goes for Lou, though. And the interesting thing is, is like, I don't really remember what the fight was about, but I do remember... Uh, Lou is immediately like, Ramona has hit the Pinot. And she basically, it was like, remember when Dorinda, a f- few seasons from now, will say to Lou, she's starting? Mm-hmm. Lou basically says that about Ramona. She's like, she's ready to fight. Like, the Pinot's out and she's ready to fight.
1: Agree. I think she's, she's frisky, fighting with is the her... way she says. Something about Alex and Simon. At her party, oh, that like, Luann oh. didn't really want to invite Alex and Simon, but she yes. did anyway. It was it was something with that.
0: Yeah, I think she's basically blaming them, uh, blaming Lou about not having them, and then she's like, all of a sudden, you wanted them at your party when they were at my party. It was really an inconsequential thing, but it it starts the ball rolling of Ramona just like steamrolling everyone <laughs> mm-hmm. so agree um because then alex starts
1: alex then pulls jill aside to bring up the parenting crawling situation and jill immediately deflects when she brings it the crawling of like her children crawling mm-hmm. on strange man's strange man legs or something and jill immediately deflects and Ooh, sorry like I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was like, Alex, I think, misremembered what Luann said to
0: her. 100% misremembered. She she did.
1: Okay, I thought she did. Because she didn't give me a flashback, and I needed one in that moment.
0: I wrote the same thing. I was like, where is this flashback that proves that Alex was wrong? Because Alex says, Lou told me that you said it. No, Alex, you were upset because Jill decided to bring it up with such fucking joy that Lou told her.
1: Yeah, agree. I think it but was it like she Lou yeah, she definitely misremembered and she was basically saying that it was like uh Jill, oh my god, I literally just forgot her name for a second and that's what my pause was about. That Jill witnessed it, but Jill was like, I didn't witness it. Luanne told me about it. So then they bring Luanne over and Luanne's like, Yeah, it was me. I don't know what you're
0: talking about. But Jill is also so like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. And I was like, You were still wrong to bring it up.
1: Yeah yeah and then also, like Alex um gets like really upset in this moment, um, yeah. and starts to cry a little, and part of me, I'm like, is this just like mom tiredness coming out, or like, what is she?
0: Well, I think she was just like, You're I couldn't just really get so to the crux to of like sometimes. what she was so upset about, like yeah. that was what it was is I think that like Alex spends a lot of time and energy trying to confront jill because jill is such a strong personality and it hurts her so much because she knows that jill can be nice and she's like it's just really painful i think for alex to be like i don't do anything to you and you come for me and i don't know how to handle it and like the thing was is like jill was also like diminishing how alex felt because she's like well you should feel fine now everything's fine now And it's like, yes, I get that you want this party to be fine and whatever. But, like, your friend's upset. And she's like, I know it's... And, like, Jill tells us, I know it's not about me. And I'm like, yeah, but you should still try and find out what it's about.
1: You know? Like, this woman is obviously
0: very upset. Like, she's almost hyperventilating crying.
1: But I love also then... Lou comes up after Lou takes responsibility and all of that. Alex, in her confession, is like, "Yeah, I'm still really annoyed with both of them. <laughs> she's not over whatever went on."
0: Nope.
1: Uh, and then we get to the sit down part of the meal, which maybe just Ramona is just very overserved. I, I don't really know, oh, but yeah. she is just like on when at this dinner. Like this is a so now we've had Alex fighting with Jill and Luann. We had Ramona fighting with Luann. Like, just no one's getting along, but they're all getting along at the same time. And, like, Ramona gets up and goes over to Kelly. Wait, before
0: that, Ramona is literally just going, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I don't even remember who she's saying it to. She seems psychotic. I think she's saying it to Jill. Pretty sure she's saying it to Jill. It's psychotic. And then she sits with Lou and Kelly And Lou goes, like, did you meet Kelly's new boyfriend? Insinuating, like, talking about Kelly's fur that she's wearing.
1: Yes, which I did not get at first because I was like, who's her new boyfriend? And then I was like, oh, my God, she's talking about her clothes. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like, I
1: didn't get it at
0: first. Well, neither did Ramona, so Kelly... No, which I
1: get. It was a strange joke. It was
0: weird, and it didn't really land. But then... um, Ramona just fucking Ramona's. (laughs) That's like, I know I shouldn't curse with it, but like, man, she just goes right for it. And she's like, so Kelly, did you get another boob job? I read somewhere that you got another boob job. And it was like, oh, like you could tell Luann in that moment just wanted to become a bird and fly far, Mm -hmm. far away. (laughs) And Kelly is not happy that she asked this. Um... It was interesting. She goes, do you mean second or third? And I think she was kidding. Like, I think she was trying to make light of it. But Ramona just goes for it. Well, she's
1: talking about how Kelly's boobs point in different directions or something. That, to me, was the part that was the worst. I don't think it was the worst to ask about. They all get augmentations, this and that. So I didn't think it was the rudest to ask about that. It was the continuing talking about Oh well, your boobs point in
0: different directions, and that I didn't like. Well, and that's the funniest too is that Lou's just like, you know, Ramona just keeps t- talking, asking her, and you know, you can you can talk to people, you can you can gossip side by side, but to ask someone to their face if they've gotten a boob job, I was like, Lou, you shouldn't really gossip about somebody getting a boob job either. But I also
1: don't think <laughs> asking a woman if she got a boob job is like. I, I don't know. I don't know why I don't find that rude, but I don't really find it that weird. I agree. I, I can't say it's something I would do, but most like if you're gonna get your tits done. You
0: are gonna get asked part. about it. You're gonna get a it's pretty noticeable part of your body. I agree though that Ramona saying that they're off, like they're off center and like she then tells in her confessional, she's just like everyone always talks about it and I was like I'm sorry, I need receipts. Who are these people? Because who has anything to say about Kelly Ben Simone's appearance that isn't, oh my God, that woman's gorgeous. I
1: know. I think also my thoughts on the boob job is, (laughs) this is terrible, but like every summer um, when we'd have like my first sorority meeting back in college, at least three girls would be like, did this and this, and then I got a boob job. So, like, it's so... It was, like, <laughs> a part of, like, coming where someone would get a nose job. I went to private school, so these people were fancy mm-hmm. and would come back every summer having done this. But it was, like, very... I don't know. I just don't think it's... It's nothing shameful, and I don't think she meant it in that way, but I don't like the way that she then discussed her boobs after. That I got to wrong her for, but I didn't think it was the worst to... But I to, also I think mean, she I mean, came... How often does Andy be like, me? I got your tits done? Like, I just feel like that's
0: a thing... By the way, I don't know if you noticed this, but I noticed it in the credits that he's Andrew Cohen as an executive producer. You know I always refer to him as Andrew as if he's, like, my friend. Only
1: when I'm, like, yelling via internet at him where I'm like, Andrew, Andrew." where is Ultimate Girls Trip season three? Well,
0: (laughs) this season he is Andrew Cohen, and I was like, oh, ain't you fancy? I like it. Um, Uh, And then it basically
1: just ends Kelly says which I don't like when people go to this is their default that Ramona is jealous of her and that they aren't on the same planet, which I do agree. They're not on the same planet. I'm not sure which of them is worse and not on planet earth. One could be in Jupiter, one in Saturn. Like I don't think, I don't think either of them are on planet earth, but I don't like, she's not jealous. I, I, I don't think it.
0: she is either. And speaking of not on planet earth, uh, we cut to Jill talking about her dress, which is this beautiful silver metallic. I'm I'm also a slut for metallics. I will wear anything. I, I have a sequin duster. Like, I wear all metallics all the time if I could. But she's like, I look like an alien. And I was like, don't say that. You're not an alien. Ramona and Kelly are. Um, and... Oh, And also
1: Ramona didn't like Jill's outfit, too. She made a, a statement about it.
0: But so then everyone kind of congregates over to where Jill and Lou and then it's like Ramona and Kelly and Alex are all together. And Kelly kind of is like, Ramona, that was really out of line. If you were my mother, I'd be ashamed of you. Oh, yeah, she did say that. And like then Kelly does the same thing that we'll see her do at scary island which i cannot wait for um she says um you're talking about my family ramona stop talking about my family stop <gasps> gossiping remy remy is very he upset he literally
1: just woke himself up with a bark he can't take i'm
0: so sorry <laughs> when people talk about kelly's family But the thing is, is that never once did Ramona talk about Kelly's family. And so. No. It's like, wait, what? Like, you had a great argument. You had an absolutely perfect reason to be mad at this woman. And then you kind of. Does Ramona apologize in that moment or no? Kind of. But it's like a Ramona apology where she's like, I guess I shouldn't have said that. She also apologizes to Lou because she didn't realize that Lou got divorced that day and she was just like oh my god I'm shaking I'm getting goosebumps this is horrible and then what she says to Lou is she's like I never would have said it if I knew I never would have said that today to you if I knew um and Lou goes you still would have said it Ramona and she goes oh yeah because it's true (laughs) I was just like yeah (laughs) a piece of work I
1: got it I do always have to say that I give Ramona credit comparatively to many other housewives she will say sorry. And she does not she always will. double down on the bullshit that she spews and says. And she says a lot of things quickly without thinking. And she very and I know it's always like the sting and then the apologizer. And I know that's who she is and she shouldn't do those things. But I would take that over the double triple down on the terrible mean things that people say and the refusal to apologize. I agree. Because I do find most of the time her apologies are genuine and
0: she can recognize when she's gone too far she knows what she does she just doesn't know how to stop doing what she does
1: yes that's exactly it and i would again how i feel about all housewives you can do wrong but it's the double down that'll send me running for the hills to make you no longer one of my favorites or trust you or whatever it's it's when they when they so clearly double down on something that everyone is screaming from the rooftops like Heather and Meredith being friends with Jed, and we're all just like, what are you doing? You know, like, every fan is like, we get that third perspective of, you know, his side, your side, and the truth. Most of the time, you know, I know there's editing, but mm-hmm. we see it from such a different perspective, and we're able to, like, screaming out at them, like, how do you not see what we're all seeing? And then they still, <laughs> you know, double down. That That's when they drive me nuts. So, Ramona, she at least sorry sometimes.
0: And that's basically the end of this yeah, episode. Yeah, what an episode, man. It was so,
1: um, no no fillers,
0: minimal husbands also. Like, we haven't seen Mario in a bit now. Thank goodness. Honestly, I'm fine I, with it. these ladies gave us minute-to-minute wild action. Yeah, no, and every, there was got, like 15 different fights in one episode. Say what you will about Aaron but she gave us, like, high-class shit. That photo shoot and that sax like event were amazing. I know, but uh, we're getting to the point where I can see where Jill starts to lose touch with reality. Oh yeah, next week we're gonna see it, and I'm really worried. Next week
1: is the start of it, and and you can really see where
0: it's like she is on she's getting on her high horse. It's interesting though because you can it's it's rare that you see someone. The, the light switch of fame going to someone's head. And I think this is a real play-by-play moment of it where you could just see fame rushing to this woman's head and logic bleeding out. <laughs> yeah,
1: but we will spoil nothing for next... Well, I don't think you I watched mean, next week yet. I haven't watched it yet. But I did. And then there was a sneak peek for episode six, and it's the episode with the... Ramona Bethany Brooklyn Bridge which I forgot like that was going to be happening and that's that's coming up so I'm very excited to I'm very excited now to see that in its full context Mm -hmm. because obviously we've seen the clip a hundred times and that moment is often referenced but I don't seen it now from starting from the beginning like I I wonder if my thoughts on it are going to change at all
0: yeah I think that we've got an amazing road ahead and I'm very excited for next week I hope everybody else is we now have what was it, 24 reviews?
1: I think so. So please leave us stars. Super easy in the Apple um, podcast app to do so. I don't think you can rate on any of the other ones. You can
0: on on Spotify. It's a little bit of like, a, just go to the three dots and then go down to like this and then go down to that. It's a little bit of a labyrinth. I was able <laughs> to find it, but, um, you know, show your friends how to do it. And uh, we appreciate everyone for listening, and we can't wait to talk to you again next week. Is there anything else that we should say, Danielle? No, I think, think that's it. Well, then, thanks, everyone, for being here. We'll see you next Wednesday. We love you. Bye. Bye.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.